Welcome back in, Brady Farka Show, right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. We've talked a lot of football. We've talked a lot of playoff race baseball. But there's a lot of good local stuff going on as well. And some of that stuff involves the UVM men's hockey program. A couple exciting additions to the coaching staff. The schedule is officially out. And joining us now is UVM men's hockey coach Todd Woodcroft. Todd, hope you had a great rest of the summer. We know you are back on the grind. Let me start with this. You won't play a road game until November 12th. How did you get the Jim Beheim schedule of all home games through the month of October? There, I think the home friendliness part of the schedule is good to start a season, but the tail end of that means that you have a harder schedule at the end. But if you had given me a choice in this, and I think I would take it this way because when you're marching into the type of game we want to play, which is a playoff hockey game, you're going into the end of the season on the road. That's where the scars happen. That's where the character comes out. So I'm, I'm excited about that part of it. I also really want to see the fans around here having a chance to be back in the gut again and to feel the atmosphere. So uh, it's it's a very good schedule for us. It's you know friendlier at the start because we're at home, but at the end it's going to be it'll be tough on us. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the fan aspect. There's always optimism at the beginning of any season for any team, but considering your fans weren't in the building all last year, how much pent-up energy do you think is going to be there, and how can that help your young team maybe get off to a good start? Well, the the, the fans really fuel the emotion uh, on the bench and in you know inside of a team. You can look when you're on the bench and see people cheering and you can actually feel the passion of the people kind of bleeding down through the glass onto you. And that that gives you a boost when you need it. Um, I think that hockey is such a game of momentum swings that when the crowd can help you change the momentum. So, you know, something's not going right. We have a big hit or a big block or a, a nice goal or something. And then the crowd gets going. And that just drives you forward, you know, where you get a great save, whatever it might be. So I think that the fans truly are the extra teammate. And that's, of course, everywhere you go uh, in any sport. But here at the gut, it's such an intimate atmosphere and you can feel the history. So for the people who are coming in that are new to this team and to be able to feel it for the first time, and even for me, selfishly, for me, for the first time to be able to feel it, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Well, you guys, as I said at the intro, do have a couple of new coaches. The one that gets the most attention is former Catamount Patrick Sharp. He's going to be on your staff as kind of a volunteer assistant and help be kind of a you know a mouthpiece and some ears for the guys on the team. Um, how important is it for you to not only bring him in as a coach but engage your alumni base? With Patrick specifically, having been a three-time Stanley Cup winner, uh, having been an icon player here at the gut, for him to have actually called me and asked if he would be, have an opportunity to be around us, to contribute, to learn also. He's excited to learn a little bit about the coaching side and for the players to be able to talk to Patty and to say, hey, in this situation, what do you think? Or, you know, can you give us a, an experience that you had? I think that's huge. And then, Brady, you mentioned the alumni connection. That's a huge part of what we're trying to be here is uh, we're trying to be a program that's connected very strongly with the alumni and and i think when ex-players who wore the logo can see a gentleman like patty wants to be around sees what we're doing sees the vision that we have and then he can talk to them and and share what he's seeing hopefully it's all positive 
I think that's an excellent uh, it's an excellent situation for everybody involved. And, and you know, for him as an ex-player, he's connected to this team. Uh, for the players who are here now, we're connected to this team. We're also connected to the community. We have ownership of this team. And, and that means that the people who wore the jersey before us, they have high standards, but they have high expectations. And for Patrick to be around to see it and to see that winning really boils down to your actions, it boils down to your attitudes. Patrick is going to see firsthand all the work, all the work that went into that action. If we score a goal, all the work it took to score it might be a block or it could be a short shift, whatever it might be. I think Patrick is going to see that this team is a team he would want to play for. And it's not just Patrick who joined the team. You know, we got Scott Mosier coming in from RPI, who's got a great offensive mind, who's going to be helping us on our power play. Such a great recruiter working hand in hand with Steve Wheedler. But we added uh, goalie coach uh, Drew Michaels. You know, Drew comes from UMass Boston as a started, I think, 80 games at UMass Boston. has come in and is an excellent uh, young goalie coach. He works with uh, Tory Mitchell's group at Elevate 802. Yeah. Does some fantastic things. We brought in a guy named Max Gavin to work on our hockey operations side, but he's actually a hockey coach by trade too and comes from a long line of very accomplished hockey people. So we feel the staff right now. We miss Jeff Hill every day. Uh, we're so happy in following his team over in Switzerland, but we feel our staff right now is doing some, some real positive things. You know, when we were going through the hiring process before you ultimately got the job. One of the things that we in the local media wondered was would UVM put up enough money to get a great coach? That was one thing we wondered about. Would UVM pony up like the rest of hockey East does to get a great coach. And now taking what you make aside, it feels like given the caliber of coaches you've brought in on your staff, these guys probably aren't cheap. These are accomplished coaches with good resumes. Would you say it's fair that the administration is, you know, going above and beyond in the resources they're giving you to build this program back up. Well, I can tell you that anything I've asked for, I've never gotten a no. No, I'm not asking for helicopter rides from, <laughs> you know, for us to go to a practice rink or crazy things. Like we're we're very responsible in our needs, but I think that the people that you surround the team with are so important. You know, you have the people, then you have the process. And the process is how we work and how we work together. At the end of the day, that's the product, which is the players. So I think that we were able to bring in so many of these uh, voices to come in. And whether it's supporting what I say or I support what they're saying, we all have the same goal. And, and they all understand that at the end of the day, I have to answer all the questions and I have to stand in front uh, when things get tough, but if we're providing direction and discipline through our leadership and our common voice for all these coaches is that we have to be better than we were yesterday. We certainly have to be better than we were last year. While I was proud of the effort from the players and the difficult circumstances and all that, at the end of the day, we didn't have a winning season and that weighs heavily on this coaching staff. The players know where we're coming from as coaches, they now are very clear in what our expectations are this year. There's no mistaking our agenda of what we want to do. We want to develop people, we want to develop players, and we want to win. But there's a cost to winning. And we're actively pursuing players who understand that, that there is a cost to win. You have to make hard decisions uh, to be a really good hockey player and to win games. So I think the staff 
that we have this year is going to be very supportive of that theme that we have. There's no independent contractors on this staff. There's no independent contractors on this team. We're all working together. You know, in this business, I talk a lot every day. I say a lot of things every day. And some of them end up being very right and some of them end up being very wrong. And I always like to admit when I'm wrong. So when you first got hired, you know, we talked about your NHL background and we were very, very impressed by that. But one of my thoughts was, yeah, but I want to see, you know, him win a national championship and the NHL connections don't matter to me that much. I'm, I'm very wrong in that. Um, when I see last year, Mike Babcock, Mike Babcock, rather, I see this year, Patrick Sharp. I see the strength coach you brought in from the Edmonton Oilers. I think the NHL connections have really helped you when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to how your team feels, when it comes to their ultimate goals. So I think I am wrong on that, but how have you married those two ideas of trying to build the best college program while also utilizing your connections to help your players go beyond? Well, I was very aware of the attention to uh, my pedigree, but also the fact that I didn't have college hockey experience or perceived lack of experience. But at the end of the day, Brady, players want to know if you can help them get better, if you can provide steady leadership, and they're going to realize players are going to realize very quickly if you're capable, if you're a right-minded coach who puts the players first. So I have a different perspective of where I worked last. That's what my experience provides. I, I would say maybe a strength of something that I brought would be that network. And it's not just NHL people. The NHL is the greatest league in the world. That's fantastic. We actually don't talk a lot about the NHL when we're talking about our team and teaching. We try to show ourselves that's the ultimate goal. But our network is into Russia, into the KHL. Our networks are into Sweden and non-traditional countries like Kazakhstan. Like Steve Wiedler yeah. is the guy that's connected all across the world. If there's a player in Madagascar, Steve Wiedler knows this guy, <laughs> right? So that's what we want to bring to the players is an idea that there's no excuses. We will outwork every other staff. We might not have the same things that like the – Yankees of college hockey teams have but what we do have is we don't have an off button and and we have a working attitude here which I think the players will feel and I think that the players will bring into their own game I'll get you out of here on this and it's a it's a complex question but I'm fascinated by it so congratulations are in order for you that you are going to be on the bench for Team Sweden at the upcoming Winter Olympics and I'm pumped because the NHL players are allowed back in the Olympics this year and I really enjoy that aspect of it, but that's going to cause you to miss some time during the season. It looks like it's probably going to be about somewhere between a week and a half to two weeks, so not a ton of time, but time I'm sure you would certainly consider valuable. Was that a hard decision for you to make? Is it something that satisfies a personal goal of yours? Does it help the program a little bit of both? Kind of take me through that. Well, I don't have a ton of personal goals of what I can add to a resume. What I want to do is I want to win here. Uh, I want to find the best players to bring here to help us win. We made a calculated decision uh, with the athletic department, with the coaching staff, and we actually involved the players as well. Hey, this is an opportunity that's come to uh, myself. We think this is going to help us get better players down the road, and that might pay off in three years. But if there is any success that uh, this opportunity is going to bring, it's going to come back 
to the catamounts. We might find an unbelievable Swedish player through a connection we make over there. It's also a couple other things to think about. So I'm gone for about 11 days. Um, I want to hire people here who want to be head coaches. I want to hire people on this staff who have ambition to coach elsewhere. So if I have Steve Wheeler and Scott Mosier and Patrick Sharp can now come and be on the bench when I'm gone, uh, if I can give those guys an opportunity to feel it, I think there's a benefit to that too. So a big goal of mine is to get someone like Scott or someone like Steve to get some international experience themselves, maybe to coach in the world juniors, for example, or to coach in the under 18. And what those will do will be further our connections. We will entrench ourselves further in whatever country that we're able to help. So there's a calculation aspect of it. Am I proud to be going to the Olympics? This is one of the highlights of my life, 100%. I'm an assistant coach on a team. I don't think I'm changing the world when I'm over there. I don't really think that Victor Hedman, I'm going to make him better in an 11 day period. <laughs> That's just a reality. But I might be able to go over there and get smarter. I might be able to go there and get new experiences, see something on a power play or see something offensively or defensively or make a connection that's going to help Catamount hockey down the road, which is the real reason why this decision was made collectively with everybody. The players are thrilled. The coaches are thrilled. The athletic department was, of course, uh, supportive as heck. And then now it's just about going there and, and trying to find time to be able to do the work for Sweden ahead of time, which really isn't that hard because we're picking from the best players in the world already. Well, I wish you all the luck in getting a silver medal. That's what I'm wishing for you, a silver medal. So uh, Team USA, I want them to take the gold. So, But Todd, no, congratulations uh, on that. It's an unbelievable accomplishment for you. It certainly could have a great reverberation effect here in Catamount Country. So we wish you the best there. We will be talking to you many times long before the Olympics. So schedule is out. The excitement is building. We're inside a month now until the first exhibition game at the gut. You're going to see some pretty good teams here early on in October from Quinnipiac to RPI to Boston College. It's going to be a fun stretch, and uh, we look forward to, uh, to watching it play out, and we will talk to you again soon. Thanks, Brady, and, and I appreciate it as always uh, coming on. I have an opportunity to talk Catamount hockey. Thank you.